0: This is the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. Hey, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Uncommon Christian Podcast. This is Michael Hinton with you for today's episode, episode number 26. Man, 26 episodes. Been a good run so far. Well, we're in a conversation series called Lessons Learned where we're looking back on some of the lessons learned from the year that was 2020. And I don't know about you, but I found that throughout the year of 2020 and the pandemic, I was constantly faced with the question of contentment. Was I content with the way my life was going at the moment? Would I be content if the pattern continued? Did I want a change in my life, my work, my personal habits? Uh, For those of you who are into the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram number three. Okay, I'm an Enneagram three. And if you know anything about threes, contentment can sometimes be a personal struggle for us threes. It's not that we can't find contentment. It's just that the status quo bothers us. Doing the same thing every day begins to wear on us. And threes tend to believe that change in the routine can help break up the mundane, which isn't necessarily untrue. The problem is that the opposite of contentment is discontentment. And depending on who you talk to, especially in the Christian world, discontentment is typically seen as ungratefulness, right? Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying that discontentment is a good thing by itself. If you are dealing with discontentment, you for sure need to evaluate where the discontentment is stemming from and seek out a solution. The solution may be a change in perspective or maybe a change in situation. But I believe that while there is such a thing as unhealthy discontentment, there is also such a thing as healthy discontentment. You see, unhealthy discontentment is the envy we feel towards unmet desires. You know, like the ones like having a better paying job, right? Or you want a bigger house or you want a more satisfying uh, relationship or you want better vacations. You can and should be able to spot this in yourself when you find yourself envious of another, when they have what you want and you can't stand it. But healthy discontentment is the unsettling knowledge that things are not as they should be. Honestly, you, you feel misaligned with what God wants of you and where he wants you to be. And I'm here to tell you today, okay, I hope you're listening, that it's okay if you have or are at this current moment experiencing healthy discontentment. There is no shame in that. Now, what's important is how you deal with that healthy discontentment that matters the most. So here's where I want to start to address that for you. I want to go to the best self-help book in the world, the Bible, right? One of the writers, Paul, he wrote this to the Ephesians in Ephesus, that church. And this is what he wrote. He said, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You see, God created us with these skills and abilities to do things in this life that would not be possible without Him. I mean, what an amazing gift that was given to us. So whatever it is that you were created for and with, you should do it with all you've got, with all energy, effort, and will. Now, there's a phrase that I mentioned in several episodes ago that I repeat to myself. Actually, it was the first episode of the Leaders in the Living Room series. And I I talked about these different phrases that I kind of daily remind myself to help me live out how God wants me to live, okay? And the phrase that I repeat myself that has to do with this is the phrase that I will do whatever it takes to live out my God-given purpose. I will do whatever it takes to live out my God-given purpose. Whatever it is that God puts in front of me or you, no matter how hard or how difficult it may be, you and I should desire to do everything and anything short of sin to live out the purpose God has for us. You owe it to the grace and the mercy and the hope that God has given us to make sure that we, you and I, are aligned to what he has for you and what he wants to do in you and through you. Now, does that always mean you'll need to change the scene or turn the page on a job or change relationships or create new partnerships or change habits or forge new paths? Not always, but sometimes, yeah. You've heard the saying that seasons change and sometimes the seasons you're in, God is getting ready to change it for you, call you to a new adventure and a new season. You know, at the start of 2020, I was working at an amazing church in Southern California, working with an amazing team of men and women who were some of the most talented and passionate people I had the privilege to partner with and lead. When the pandemic hit our state and everyone started to work from home and ministry as we knew it changed, I took the opportunity to have some very honest conversations with God about what he has me doing. I began praying that I wanted to align With his will for me, but I was also feeling like something wasn't right. I didn't feel in a quote unquote like I was in a sweet spot. I'd asked, uh, I wasn't asking to leave my church or my current role. I loved what I was doing. But if I was being honest, something just didn't feel right. Well, little did I know, uh, God was already up to something big. And so, Like in late July, my wife and I made the decision that, you know, it was time for a change. Um, God ended up calling us to another amazing church, working with an amazing set of people whose whole mission is to help people find and follow Jesus. And the best part about it was we didn't have to leave Southern California. We got to stay. Now, the point of me sharing uh, my life update with you is this. It wasn't that I was ungrateful for the church I was working at or the people I got to work with or the situation that God had me in. It wasn't that I was unhappy with uh, anything of that nature. It wasn't that I became disenchanted with the place that we lived at. It was nothing like that. It was because God placed within me a healthy desire to be aligned with what he was desiring to do in my life. So remember the daily phrase, I will do whatever it takes to live out my God-given purpose. That doesn't mean fabricating purpose, right? This doesn't mean making up a purpose so that we can get what we want. No, what this means is aligning with God's purpose and doing whatever possible short of sin to live it out. So for today's episode, I just want to share with you just three things that I learned during the season of seeking God's purpose for the next season of my life. And I hope these three These three things that I learned in 2020 will help you go further and faster and encourage and inspire you um, in 2021 if you are in the midst of some healthy discontentment. So the first thing that I did was I named the discontent, okay? I named the discontent. One of the most powerful things that I did at the start of feeling like something was off was to name it. I wrote out my thoughts, and what I was feeling, and why I suspected I was feeling that way. The reason why that this is so important is because it allows you to easily identify if the discontent is healthy or unhealthy. Now, this will require 100% complete honesty with yourself and with God. Because the fact of the matter is, he already knows what's going on. You might as well be honest with yourself. And when you can name it, then you can deal with it. If it's unhealthy, then you know you must give it over to God and allow him to work it out in you. If it's healthy, then you can continue down the path of working it out with God what and where he wants to align you, okay? The second thing I did was I acclimated to the unsettledness, okay? Acclimate to the unsettledness. The problem sometimes with healthy discontentment is that it unsettles us. So we rush to solve what we think is the problem, and we quickly find ourselves in unhealthy discontentment instead of allowing God to work in the unsettledness and doing something quite amazing. I, 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 I'm kind of reminded a, of a sailor, okay? A person doesn't become a sailor by going out to sea once and then returning to land. No, the person goes out to sea and remains at sea to get acclimated to the undulating motion of the sea. That's what makes that person a sailor, right? And that is what it is with healthy discontentment. Once we name it and recognize it, we do God a disservice by trying to force and rush the process. You know, we fear it will dismantle our identity, our we fear it will dismantle our identity in some way, when in reality it will enhance who we are and what God has for us if we will just rest and wait. And here's the last thing. Get others involved. One of the best things you can do is to get others involved. It was one of the best things I did during the time between naming the discontent and finalizing what was next was getting people I trusted involved in the process. This is why community is so important in our lives. You need people who love you too much to lie to you, but also love you too much to see you fail. Let me say that one more time because this is really important. Community is super important. Why? Because you need people who love you too much to lie to you, but also love you too much to see you fail. And I can't tell you how many conversations I had with people who have my best interest at heart, who told me some hard things, things I didn't want to hear, but also spoke words of encouragement, words of love, grace, and truth. And they affirmed in me exactly what God was already affirming as well. These people helped me process what was real, what was fake, and all the in-betweens. And that's what you need. You need people who can help you stay on track with whatever it is that God is doing. You see, getting people involved early and often will go such a long way in helping you get aligned to what God is doing in your life. So the three things that you can do when you're facing healthy discontentment. First, name the discontentment. Figure out what it is. Make sure it's not unhealthy. Name it, write it down, and, and write, write white oh gosh, write down why you feel like you're going through some of that. Acclimate to the unsettledness. Don't rush the healthy discontentment. Don't try to get through the process. Settle in it. Allow God to do work in you and through you while you work through that process. And get others involved. Find people who love you too much to lie to you, but love you too much to see you fail. And I promise you, it will help you Go further and faster as you seek to know Jesus more and what he is doing in your life in 2021. Well, I want to thank you for listening today. And if this was helpful for you, would you do me a big favor? Would you share this with others? Also, I'd love it if you'd provide a positive rate and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so that this show can reach more people because that's what it's all about. It's not about fame or popularity. This podcast is all about encouraging and inspiring every Christian to love Jesus and to live out their purpose in uncommon ways. Thanks for joining and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. For more information on today's topic, visit uncommonchristianpodcast.com.